0: Welcome to the Props Drop. We are here on the Props Network with the professional gambler. I'm Joe Walkowski, and it's Super Bowl Friday. You know, the eyes of the sports world are on one of the biggest sporting events that, unfortunately, many of us won't be able to attend. But enough about Clippers and Celtics tonight. There's a big game in Tampa this Sunday, and a lot of people are going to be putting a lot of money on it. And I know a lot of you have been hanging out with me and talking through all the different ways to bet on the game, all the different ways people bet in the history of the game. But now let's talk about how we're going to bet on the game. Now, we've had a great year with this fella. I've had a great few years with this fella, and he's kind of becoming my personal adam schefter there isn't a big story in sports that pertains to me that this guy doesn't break so say hello to my friend the 52 yard man steve clark
1: oh there i am what's up what's How up
0: eve how's it going it's going good, Um, ready for this game, ready for this season to be over, and a lot of people have been telling me how much they miss you this week, so welcome
1: back. Oh, great, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I had to change my underpants after that Stafford trade. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel that 100%, and while we're here,
0: before we get into the props, this might piss you off, Steve. Sam, okay. can we have points bet put out a a, a line for me for next year? I That's want I want the line on Lions more total victories than Los Angeles Rams total victories and I think I'm going to throw down on it. Wow. Why why? Um just cuz it's a house of cards in the Rams like the salary cap structure so much is on five guys so if one of them goes down it could be a house of cards situation and it's a yeah. bad division. Like the Bears and Vikings are going to be weak next year and the Lions they've got a good o-line and a decent running back so they should be have a competent offense. Okay. <laughs> like I think that division I think the NFC North is going to be the worst division in the NFC next year. I think the West will be the best and that's where that pick comes from.
1: Gotcha. I mean, yeah. I have if Stafford stays healthy, I mean even if he doesn't stay healthy, we saw the Rams are super effective even with a bad quarterback. The I can't see us losing more than like seven games.
0: Yeah, I feel you, but this is this comes from a historic perspective—the year after Barry Sanders' departure, the year after Calvin Johnson's departure. Oh yeah, how'd they do? The Lions actually exceeded their over/under by the over by five wins in each of those years. Holy cow! So maybe this is a franchise that operates best. While not catering to a superstar and the offense won't be as vertical as it was, you might enjoy that, but it just might be a better system. Apologies yeah. to Stafford there.
1: You're like the Rays of the NFL. You just get rid of your superstars and then continue to do well.
0: Yeah, and base, we're especially like the Rays in the NFL, because this year we played in an empty dome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Let's have some fun with the props drop. I do. I am going to bet on that. I got to get points bet to put out. But what do you think? Do you want to start with game or player props? I know we have a multitude of each. So you make- um. Oh, should we do a Super Bowl coin toss? Yeah, I oh, the coin does. I got a, I got a quarter here, right? So um you're you're the home team because it's in it's in Tampa. So caught in the air. Uh
1: heads. That one lost. I gotta flip this one. <laughs> it's still gonna be heads. Oh, it's it's gonna be heads.
0: All right, it is tails. So let's right. start with the player props. Okay. And I will defer, I will start with Steve Clark. Pick is yours, my friend.
1: All right, let's start with the Chiefs players. Um, I'm going to go pretty square with my first one. I'm going to take Tyreek Hill over 93 and a half receiving yards. This dude has been incredible in the playoffs. Also, the last time the Chiefs played the Bucks in the regular season, Tyreek Hill had 13 catches for 269 yards and three touchdowns. (laughs) He like absolutely torched them. Um, And then, yeah, the two games this year, he's had 141 yards per game. Average over 100 yards in both games. And yeah, he's he's their go to guy other than Travis Kelsey. Last year, Super Bowl Tyreek Hill had 105 yards. I can see him hitting 100 yards again this year absolutely I am with it my only concern as it is with
0: a lot of the receiver props is the weather yeah
1: it's looking like thunderstorms right well here's the way Tampa weather works it'll rain all day but it'll rain in just spurts it'll rain for 10 minutes and then it'll stop for 45 minutes and then it'll rain for 20 minutes and then it'll you know so I'm not overly concerned I think the 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 field will be wet the ball will be a little wet But like the rain part of it doesn't really scare me, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, and it does make me wonder, given how we've seen Tom Brady's career play out thus far... You know, it's only going to rain when the Chiefs have the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Bucks punter comes out. You know, the clouds roll in. Yeah. <laughs> and then Moe walks out of the field and starts coming down. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sinking feeling the Bucks are going to win this game. Me I'm taking money on the other side just because I don't want to see it happen. <laughs> but I won't form that pick. And I just want to say that I do think the Travis Kelsey bet has been covered in every piece of sports content. I have been consuming over the past two weeks. We know he's going to get a hundred yards receiving. We know the Kelsey touchdown plus the chiefs to win has been one of the most consistent parlays over the last two NFL postseasons. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to focus my player props on Kelsey. So I have a two part prop. Okay. I have in this, this regards to the Tampa Bay tight ends. I like, first of all, Rob Gronkowski over receptions it is two and a half, I believe it's a it's a small font here in my new setup. So two and a half, Rob Gronkowski. You see, earlier in the year, I know he's blocking a bit more now, but he did have his best game of the season against the Chiefs. I mm-hmm. think they do a poor job of defending tight ends yep. in the passing game because they're set up to take away those vertical routes, and the weather's gonna be taking away those vertical routes. So I think it sets up really well for a good Gronk game. And the I other, that. yeah, the other side of that coin. I've seen you have to look for it but there are uh, there are lines out there for Cameron great with his receptions being three and a half which is maybe the best value on the board right now that feels high to me yeah it does feel high I think that might be based on how much that's that's I'm I'm under on that one my man Sam it, that one is based on how Gronk's been used in the in the past right. game that's how maybe they're going to kind of use them as a decoy in run sets and that will actually open up break. but three and a half too much of a number that goes through some other with some other ideas i have for this game so i like those two props regarding the tampa bay tight ends love that
1: yeah and yeah it's a super bowl they're not going to get gronk involved in the super bowl
0: Yeah, Gronk. This is the Gronk game. We know Gronk loves playing in Tampa. If you watched WrestleMania last year, (laughs) this is where he does his best work.
1: Um, All right. I will switch over to a Bucks pick now then. Here's one that (laughs) has burned me before, but I'm going with it again. Leonard Fournette over three and a half receptions. I just can't get away from this guy even though I did this exact bet in the NFC Championship game and he he blew it. Um, but he is the go-to guy now. He's getting roughly 70% of the snaps in his postseason. Um, in the playoffs so far, 23, 22, and 17 touches, including 14 catches on 17 targets. So they're targeting him a lot. He cannot catch the ball. He's awful at catching, which makes this such a painful bet to make. But he's getting six targets a game. So if he just... You know, if he just doesn't drop more than two of them, he'll hit the number. Um, and, yeah. might, and the ball will be wet. Yeah, and the and, ball might be wet. <laughs> and I see there's
0: a lot of juice on this one, minus 40. Can I just take a second to talk about why there is a lot of juice on these prep bets, especially in the Super Bowl? Oh, with any over bet, there's going to be juice. Yeah, because we're better. it's Friday. These, these lines have been out for 11 days, and there's going to be better value on the under for every bet at this point in gambling on the super bowl because that line opened at probably minus 110 and it got bet up to minus 140 so you know it's kind of like you're buying a stock if everyone got there first you won't have the same value and that's why i advise shopping around on you know a place where You can compare all the live line comparisons and then watch a a 6'3", 215-pound hunk pontificate. Is there a place like that? Oh, yeah, the Props Network. Check out those. We got the best ways to shop around. I'm responding to Sam telling me to plug his baby in the chat. So I'm going to go. I have another Tyreek Hill bet. Okay. So we talk about the wet field. We talk about the weather and i fear about that bucks pass rush but i do like tyreek hill over 26 and a half yards on his longest reception i think the wet grass is going to favor the fastest man in the nfl and he will yield some advantages from that from a admittedly pretty good buck secondary
1: yeah i like that pick a lot There's a lot of interesting options out there for longest reception. Like Nicole Hardman had one that was like 16 and a half. I looked at a lot. Um, Yeah. These fast guys, we've seen it every single game. They're going to, they're going to break one loose. Uh, Even on the bucks, like Scotty Miller, I think his longest reception band was only like 13 and a half yards or something. Those are, those are fun to look at.
0: Yeah. And when does Scotty Miller even run routes that are less than 13 and a half? Yeah, exactly.
1: He's like the Bucks' biggest downfield threat in that offense. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. those are fun to cheer for. Every time a Holmes or Brady drops back, you're like, oh, are they looking for Miller? Looking for Hardman? Yeah. I like that pick.
0: Yeah, and along those lines, yeah, well, let's return it to you. Let's see
1: those picks. I won't throw it out there yet. Okay. Well, we already kind of talked about it, and I'll just get it over with because, like you said, this is – This bet feels like a shoe in it's the Travis Kelsey. I took the fantasy points over 22 and a half fantasy points.
0: Okay. So that's like a hundred yards, six receptions and a touchdown.
1: Yeah. I'm expecting more like 11 catches and 120 yards or something like that, or not 11 catches, 75 yards and a touchdown. any iteration. That's why I like fantasy points because you know, he's going to get the catches it's PPR So you're getting a point per reception. He's probably going to get 10 catches. Um, and then it's just a matter of yards and touchdowns in the last, this season, he scored in 12 of the 17 games. He scored three touchdowns in the two, in the last two playoff games. He scored in six straight. Um, he's a beast. He's he averaged in the regular season, 21 PPR fantasy points. It was just below the number, but in the playoffs, he's averaged 25 and 37 fantasy points. In the last two games, and the Bucks are terrible against tight ends. So, yeah, everyone's talking about this Travis Travis Kelsey number. It's probably inflated, but yeah, And I love I, it still.
0: And I think it's interesting. I actually, I'm kind of curious. I fully support your pick. I just want to wonder when was the first time fantasy points were offered as a Super Bowl bet? This is the first time I've seen that line out there related to the big game. I think it's great. I am. Imagine- yeah on DraftKings and FanDuel, and those are the kind of companies that really made this a popular
1: Super Bowl betting commodity. But that's a fun wrinkle. Yeah. And yeah, the player has to take a snap for bets to stand. But yeah, Sam's linking me the rules. It's just same fantasy rules as you you know. One point per reception, six points per touchdown. Um, And then if he fumbles, he loses points. But yeah, like you said, betting fantasy points, super fun way to do it.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for it. And um, uh, this is my favorite lie, bet in the entire Super Bowl. You can take either of these. You can take one of them. I am on both of these. I like Brady underpass attempts, 41 and a half. I like wow. Mahomes underpa- sorry, underpassing attempts, 41 and a half. Sorry, Brady's 40.5. Mahomes is 41.5. We know the weather's bad. We know that Leonard Fournette will be prominently issued in the... Like, put into this game. He will be featured. And I think it will be a little slower. And as someone who loves the under in this one, I think you can really supplement the yield, the return on
1: betting both of these attempts under. Okay. I... So I like the Mahomes one. I think Brady's gonna have to throw the ball a ton. Even if it's raining, he's gonna have to keep up with the Chiefs team. Um, and also I, I made a couple bets based on the weather as well, but I do think it's overblown. I like having grown up playing sports in Tampa, the rain is so inconsistent. It's it's not gonna rain the entire time. It'll rain Maybe a quarter of the time. Also, weather forecasts are showing that it will stop raining by 1 p.m. And the game's at, what, 6?
0: Six? Yeah, so, 6.18 kickoff, I believe.
1: Yeah, so I think the weather is a little overblown here, which, is, which makes me like kind of want to go back towards the over because the number shifted when everyone was talking about the rain. I went down one or one and a half points. Um, but yeah, I do like the Mahomes under here. But the Brady under, I cannot get on board with. I think he's going to have to throw the ball a lot.
0: Cool. That that's fair. And just to tell you where I come from on that, there is a nagging voice in my head that that's telling me Leonard Fournette's gonna win Super Bowl MVP. Oh my god. (laughs) The Chiefs hate tackling. They have one of the least hard-nosed, you know linebacking cores in the NFL. I watch with Ethan, who you know from basketball, who was a former D1 safety, and all he talks about is how soft this Chiefs defense is. Leonard Fournette, I hate him, but you, I think he's having a big day now.
1: I could see that. That's very. That'd be such a funny end to the season if Leonard Fournette won MVP.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 sprinkling it on all the the long shots. Shaq Barrett, Leonard Fournette, and meanwhile, I'll have a massive amount on the Chiefs money line because I hate the the 2020 Los Angeles Lakers, even when they are the 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: <laughs> um, speaking of Shaq Barrett, I'll lump I'll lump two of these together because they're the same exact rationale. I'm taking Shaq Barrett to have a sack, and I'm taking JPP to have a sack. And the, it's just because the Chiefs' off offensive line is just like duct taped together. The left tackle, Eric Fisher's out. Right tackle, Mitchell Schwartz is out. Guard, Coleccio Osemele is out. Center, Daniel Kilgore is possibly out. He's on the COVID list right now, which that story is crazy.
0: That With- story is insane and we got one of the best social media posts of the NFL season out of it <laughs> He,
1: here's what I don't get about that story he so all the all these chiefs were in line to go to the barber the barber finds out he has COVID while Kilgore is in the seat right so he's already a close contact instead of leaving Kilgore asks the barber to finish the haircut when he knows the, the barber has COVID and he knows the Super Bowl four days away um that's like one of the most insane things I've ever heard like the I guess he doesn't understand that you can you could get covid from someone with covid at any point interacting with them like it doesn't have to be immediately just because you sat in his chair doesn't mean you got covid already you should probably leave the barbershop, but he just stuck around it's a it's a it's truly insane he it seems like he doesn't want to play in the super Bowl yeah, and I will say I'm not actually bald. I keep my hair,
0: I keep make sure there's no hair on my head just in case they need me to play in the Super Bowl. I'll be good to go. Joel, we need someone to snap the ball, go get it. And he will be playing, but he's not gonna have any practices with the team until Saturday, which is a pretty big hurdle to for yeah. get over.
1: Yeah. Also, why I know that you want to look good on national television in front of however many viewers, but what? Like, especially this year, just don't get a haircut. Just wait until the Super Bowl is over to get your haircut.
0: Yeah, 100%. I know it's the big stage, but if you're looking shaggy on the big stage, it just kind of tells the people, hey, this guy's been quarantining properly. Yeah. He's been following all the protocols.
1: Good for him. It's so wild to me to take any risks before the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean,
0: even me, like I took too many risks before the Super Bowl as a kid. My mom would ground me and I wouldn't be able to watch it. So, yeah, yeah, Daniel, do that. Um, If you give me a moment, can I shut, can I close a window here? We are getting a bit of the Tampa weather come in here. Okay. I'm going to reach up and close this one. Boom. Is that a little better? Yeah, I think it's a little better. Ooh, someone's jump, jumping into the chat to let me know that Fournette is 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know it. I will be on that. Okay, so my last player prop. I mean, you can. I could probably throw in Chris Godwin under receiving yards just because they're going to adjust to that. But I do think there's value in Mike Evans under 62 and a half receiving yards just because those are the kind of routes that Kansas City's pretty good at defending. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to be better off kind of attacking Kansas City underneath. So I don't think a really vertical game is in their best interest. We saw that a little bit against Green Bay, but those were in situations where. Mike Pettin was putting out defensive formations that ultimately got him fired. So I don't believe that Todd Bowles is going to put out the worst. Sec, sorry, Steve Bagnolo is going to put out those same formations. So I don't think this is a big Mike Evans day.
1: Yeah, I agree. I've I've got unders on a couple wide receivers too. Steve Pagnolo, what a glow up, man! Remember when he was one of the worst Rams coaches of all time? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> He's one of the worst head coaches of all time but one of the best defensive coordinators yeah. of all time. And have we seen Steve Spagnuolo's defense play Tom Brady in a Super Bowl before? Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> I think we have. Oh, that guy. That Love- yeah, I hate that guy. He's probably Giants fans like all-time favorite Giants. Yeah. <laughs> so much. And it's only cuz he has the nickname Spags. Yeah. <laughs> cuz that's just what they have been every Giants fan's been calling their mama spaghetti the whole life. Mama, give me the spags. Sunday night I go over to mom's for my spag special.
1: <laughs> that's a New Jersey accent. Sam. Yeah, don't yeah, it's a New Jersey accent. Okay, tell. Yeah,
0: You've never met a sanitation worker and form forced them to perform oration for you. <laughs>
1: um i'll go so I'll go along the same lines there. I'm gonna take Chris Godwin like you said, but I'm gonna take his under receptions, under five and a half receptions. um there's too many weapons. Antonio Brown is back, Scotty Miller's more involved. Tyler Johnson even gets a couple catches, and Godwin has failed to record over five catches since week 12, which shocked me when I, when I saw that coincidentally, that is the same week they played the chiefs and he had nine catches against the chiefs. So it's like, Oh, I don't know which way to go, but there's too many that week though. Um, I believe Mike Evans was out. Maybe Antonio Brown was out. They weren't at full strength. Um, so now that they have all their receivers and they're going to involve Gronk more great will probably be involved. I like under five and a half.
0: Yeah, I like it. And I think if we do have just the casual bettors, they're going to be informed by that NFC championship game where Godwin was among the best players on the field. Mm-hmm. So they'll be hammering that over. So I do think it is
1: wise to go the other way in that particular instance. Yeah, that that being said, I think every time I've bet on a Godwin prop, I've gotten it wrong. So if yes. you want to fade this one, feel free. <laughs> Yeah, and over the
0: course of the year, is there a guy who's been more hard to predict his production than Chris Godwin? Second round fantasy pick, uh, disappeared the first four weeks of the season. Yeah. Came an amazing underneath threat and then was the best player in the NFC championship game. Crazy. Yeah. So, so bizarre. All right. So, are we moving on
1: to the game props? I have a few more players if you don't. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Could, Let's I rattle them off. No, no. I'd love to hear your cases on the players. All right. I'll just make these quick. Chris Jones on the chiefs under two and a half tackles. Beautiful. This dude's great. Like Chris Jones is amazing, but he doesn't get a lot of tackles. He eats up double teams. He's a big distraction on the defensive line. Last time they played the bucks. Jones had zero tackles. I think the bucks did a really good job of stopping him in the last four games. He's combined for five total tackles. He's not a tackle guy. I don't know why he's at two and a half. I guess he's a pretty big name, Um, but yeah, I'm loving under two and a half tackles there. Daryl Williams, the Chiefs running back who nobody knows about. No like ordinary sports fan would know about. Over 28 and a half rushing yards. Ooh, that's great. I love that one. That's the best one
0: either. That's my favorite one any of us have put out yet.
1: Yeah, he's kind of become like the lead guy. He's had 13 carries in both the playoff games. Turned those into 78 yards and 52 yards. And even though the Bucks' rush defense is good, I mean, if he gets 12 to 13 carries, you can't expect him to get less than 28 and a half rushing yards. He's he's a good player.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're... no. We've got a decent amount that I might be investing with our scam producer, scam Kotler, and he's telling me to put our entire bankroll on that that pick right there. So congrats to you. I think you've made a convincing argument in that point. <laughs> and I think this is the same like algebra as the Leonard Fournette, like why he's been so good, but he yeah. was the top five pick. He wasn't the best player in the SEC and he's not the name. So his, his line is about half of what Fournette's in amazing value in this one. I absolutely love it. I'm not going to put the whole Nashville bankroll on that. But the Nashville bankroll, we should call that uh, Donnie's piggy bank. Um, (laughs) uh,
1: Yeah, I'll back that one for sure. I got a few more. Let me rattle them off. Nicole Hardman to have a rush attempt. Plus Ooh, 123. I love it. Demarcus Robinson is not going to practice because of COVID list. Uh, Hardman's had a rush in both of the playoff games this year. Last week, his one rush turned into 50 yards. So I think they might... Try to mix up the running scheme a little bit to get past this Bucks front seven. So I love Nicole Hartman to have one rush attempt at plus money. And then what do we got on the Bucks side? Oh, and then I already talked about the sacks. Yeah. So that's that's it. I'm ready to go into some game props.
0: Yeah. And I do have one more player prop here Tom Brady over 0.5 rushing yards. I saw that. Plus 140. Kyle,
2: um, too yeah. much
0: at stake. We're not going to see the greatest QB sneaker this side of Cam Newton put one up for one yard. I think we will. We're not going to see him extend a play, you know, put those aging legs out to use. I think we're going to see Brady roll out. And it's similar to why Josh Allen hit that rushing yard. It's over in that (laughs) division, in that AFC championship game. The stakes are too, too high. He's going to be running.
1: Yeah. Definitely Tom Brady and Josh Allen, very similar quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was taking your argument about the stage.
1: <laughs>
0: There's, it's really based on the quarterback sneak. We've all seen Brady do that sneak a million friggin' times.
1: Yeah. I was surprised the juice on the under is like minus 200.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm looking, I haven't been able to find this yet, but if I can find Brady over 0.5 rushing yards with Brady to score a rushing touchdown, I am hammering it.
1: There's yeah. going to be a QB sneak in this game from Tom. I feel it. The thing the the scary thing about picking over for non-rushing quarterbacks is that kneels count as rushing attempts. That's so if Brady scores a one-yard touchdown and then they win the game and they get the ball at the end and he kneels it twice, he ends with negative three yards. <laughs> what a heartbreaker! I'm I I'm not gonna say
0: I I did know that, but I didn't consider that <laughs> as
1: someone who thinks
0: Buccaneers are winning this game. Darn it all!
1: See? Maybe they'll win it. They'll win it on a on a last-second hail mary.
0: Yeah, so they won't we, kneel it. Yeah, and then. Mike Evans will go over on receiving yards. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that play.
0: Yeah. Before we go to our game props, I want to give some love to our new sponsor monkey knife fight. It is the easiest interface to bet on basketball football in a fun, easy to use and competitive fashion. They have a promo walk on where they will match your deposit. And it's just put in an easy interface do you want to play a fun fantasy sports game where you can bet where you can like have stakes in whether or not deer and Fox will have over 11 points. If you're watching this, I think you do. So check out monkey knife fight. They will give you a match on your deposit with the code walk on. I've been playing it myself. (laughs) That, yeah, that's a weird sentence, but (laughs) I've really enjoyed it. And I think you guys will the same. MKF Monkey Knife Fight. It's not just a fun thing to do on your Saturday nights.
1: Monkey Knife Fight's great. I I remember I played it, I think it was like last year. Uh, we made a video about it on the Props Network YouTube channel. And yeah, it's basically like if you mix props with DFS, it's super fun.
0: Yeah, super fun, easy to use and intuitive. And I know like if you are, an outsider looking to get a little juice on this game sports books can be a little bit intimidating to log on to for the first time that's not the case with mkf easy to use interface simple lines and a great user experience yeah <sighs> all right sam's giving me too much sam i do like that you give me the feedback in the this 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 window other than the slack i can't see the slack when i'm on there okay let's go on to the game props do we need to know it should we should we have a, a bet? On, should we do so? I won the coin toss. Yeah, I deferred to you. So we're kicking off in the second half here. Okay. And uh we're kicking it off to the the Joel Walkowski's. And I'm I'm bullish here. There's some juice on this. I don't feel great about it. And it goes against something you said, Steve. It goes against something I saw in the NFC championship game. It goes against the knowledge that left tackles being out is the second biggest thing that can affect the football team. But Tampa Bay team sacks under one and a half. Whoa! Plus one sixty-five. Now, this bet is based on Andy Reid coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. I think they watched the tape of that Tampa defense, and I think the only the biggest point of emphasis for that team had to be how do we design plays to get Mahomes away from the pressure with a bad offensive line. Yep. I I, fi- I figured. Reed and B. Enemy and Mahomes would combine their powers, figure out a way to just have Mahomes shifting around, just have that pocket moving, using his speed to roll out and find receivers down the field. And he is similar to Aaron Rodgers, but I do think that the Andy Reed offense is so much better, so much more imaginative and efficient than everything Green Bay has going on offensively. So I'm going to take the flyer. I like the odds and I'm going to go under one and a half sacks
1: here. That's very interesting. I don't hate it. I'm wondering, there's a couple of things I'm wondering. How hurt is Patrick Mahomes? Like he had turf toe two weeks ago. How much has that healed? Like how mobile is he going to be? Watching him run against the bills was like it was watching a, a horse with three legs. So if he's better, then yeah, I think he's, and if he's fully better, I don't know how we'll be able to know this, but I would love his over on his rushing rushing yards. But I I I don't know. The good thing about this bet, plus 165. If you go the other way, it's like minus 150. So it's tough. But I do think the Bucs are going to get to the quarterback. And I think, like you said, you, you think the Bucs are going to win the game. I don't know how they can do that without getting to the quarterback twice.
0: Exactly. But this is just based on what I think's been emphasized in that off those offensive meetings over the past two weeks. And yeah. I think two weeks is a long time for a turf toe injury to heal, especially for someone who's like 25, 26 years old. I yeah. think can recover from that in time and I don't feel great about this one, but I do think it's a decent like combination of value and offensive minds who I respect.
1: I get it. I get it. Let me just go over the Chiefs' offensive line. I know it. Four guys who have been cut from the team at least twice, and one guy who was last year's seventh round pick. Yep. And
0: I, and my only my only response to that is Eric or, yeah. off a buy.
1: Yeah, Andy Reid. It's yeah. true.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's been a great Super Bowl week. I just love saying Andy Reid has returned to the Super Bowl, or as I like to think, he's gone back for seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Andy Reid. I hope he goes down as one of the best coaches of all time. So I don't mind if he wins this this the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I mean, apologies to Brady and Mahomes, but I think he has the most at stake in terms of legacy of anyone in this game.
1: Yeah. Just changed everything. Um, did you, by chance... Uh, choose Gatorade or the coin flip as your props? I did not choose
0: Gatorade or the coin flip as my props.
1: Alright, I'll do it for you. Um Let's talk about the Gatorade color. This is, I mean, obviously, this is a complete crapshoot. Don't put any money you're willing, you're not willing to lose on this. I'm liking orange at plus 150 here. Here's, here's some rationale. I did a little bit of research on this. The Chiefs won last year. They used orange Gatorade. That's, that's, that's a good hint that it could be used again. When Andy Reid led the Eagles to the Super Bowl in 2004, when they won that NFC Championship game, guess what color the Gatorade was they dumped on him? Was it orange? It was orange. All right, so if you think the Chiefs are going to win, I love plus 150, kind of like a money line play on the Chiefs. <laughs> for orange Gatorade. If you think the Bucks are going to win, they used purple Gatorade when they won in 2003. But um, there's been a lot of new Gatorades since 2003, and Gatorade is a Florida project. Yep, um,
0: that's not the right phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know you're going to have Gatorade execs whispering in their ear, like, "Hey, you got to use these new ones. We really want to have these uh, Bolt 24 prototypes." Yeah,
1: um, I think there's actually decent value if you think the Bucks are going to win in picking clear Gatorade. At plus four hundred, the reason is uh, there's a photo of Dominican Sue drinking out of a clear cup on the sideline of a Bucks game, and the the color of the liquid is clear. Could be water, or could be Gator- clear Gatorade.
0: And you know what? If they pour water out there, they're gonna be calling it Gatorade anyway. They'll be yeah. like, yeah, that's white cherry Gatorade.
1: <laughs> here's here's the biggest thing and this might bite me in the the butt, do not take red. Red is the second favorite right now, don't take red. In the last 20 years, red has never been dumped on a head coach. Orange has been used five times, clear or none has been used four times, yellow, three, blue with two, purple with two, red, zero times. Here's the thing about red, and this is completely me speculating. Red looks like blood. If you spill a little bit of red on your, your uniform, it looks like you're bleeding. So that's maybe why red is never used. You don't want to look like you're bleeding in a big game, get taken out of the game. Don't yep. take red. Don't take red. And you know, I, I'm
0: not gonna, I'm gonna lose some money on this one. Cause everybody knows I'm a blue Gatorade loyalist. There's only one flavor for me. It's blue and light blue.
1: That's two <laughs> flavors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, man. I'm taking
1: orange. Don't take red.
0: Yeah, I just want to shout out our sponsor, Blue Gatorade. um <laughs> No, fuck me. So <laughs> Today, I've done a million podcasts. Okay, so my next prop here, I love the value. You know, I am an underboy, and the race to thirty points. Ooh. Neither okay. plus two hundred. Love that. Yeah, and I like this because I've been looking at the handles recently, and I see that so much of the handle around 72 to 76% is on the over in this one. Mm -hmm. And over the past 20 years, the handle on the over-under has only been incorrect twice. So that being said, if I do think the under will hit, maybe... There's more value in playing no team reaches 30 points at a two to one payout. No less. Yeah. I exactly. like, I like the value here and it does supplement any under bet. So this is a good instance. If you're going to bet the under, which I'm definitely doing because I already did it. And I'm going to tie this to it as a little bit of sweetener. It's kind of like when you're betting a seven and a half point underdog, you just tie like 10 bucks on their money line to go along with it. So you have, the bonus round attached to it
1: yeah and if you think the game's gonna be close and you and you think it's gonna be an under this is a no-brainer because if you think it's gonna be close the chiefs putting up 31 and the bucks putting up 14 or something would give you the under it would miss this bet but yeah i think it'll be a close enough game where it's more like 28 24 love this bet yeah two to one odds
0: yeah and if you guys are gonna be on the over here this isn't for you but if you're on the under this is a great way to reinforce and get derive more value from that so i enjoy it
1: all right you ready for the coin toss analysis oh yeah yeah i'm gonna see i'm gonna do it with your pick and replicate it so you're gonna make your pick i'll tell you if it hits all right well okay i'll i'll make my pick it's gonna be heads Let's go ahead and flip it it's heads That's great, but at the end of the day, what you just did doesn't matter, and here's why. I went through every single Super Bowl of, so how many has there been? 54. I went through every single one, found the coin toss result, and based on the geography of where that Super Bowl occurred, I broke down the likelihood of it being heads or tails. So Super Bowls played on the East Coast. We're playing this game in Tampa. 17 heads, 15 tails. Heads has a little bit of an edge. Super Bowls played in the South. We're in Tampa. That's the South. 23 heads, 23 tails. Kind of a wash. Super Bowls played outdoors. 19 heads, 15 tails. Heads has the edge again. Super Bowls played in NFC stadiums. 16 heads, 16 tails, a wash. Doesn't matter. Super Bowls played in Florida. 10 heads, 6 tails. Heads has the edge again. Super Bowls played in Tampa. Three heads, 1 tails. I'm taking Heads. The data confirms it. Heads has a strong advantage here. I know it, you might be saying, it's a 50-50 chance. Clearly, it's not. <laughs> Clearly, there's been so many more Heads in Florida, in the East Coast, outdoors. Weather affects coin tosses. Yeah. Weather, the, the, the humidity in the air. So, <clears throat> loving Heads here. I think there's a better than 60% chance that it lands on Heads. Uh, for a 50-50 bet, you can't go wrong with those odds. And by the way, on the West Coast, tails dominates. In the North, tails dominates. Indoor fields, tails dominates. AFC stadiums, tails dominates. This is set up perfectly for a heads in the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it does make sense that Florida – Gets a lot of heads. Is that maybe influenced by so many college students visiting there for a spring break? Oh, man, no. <laughs> I couldn't come up with the right wording on that joke. <laughs> idea was there. Okay. Team to make the most turnovers. St- yeah, Steve's props are so fun. Mine are just, oh, uh, yeah, this is how the game's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Buccaneers, plus 120 for more turnovers. If okay. you're Brady at all this year you see that he has no real bones about giving up the ball. He will throw it up with a arc, a hang time that is Phillip Rivers-esque. And I think it's pretty unlikely that the Chiefs have more turnovers. Is it going to be from Mahomes? I don't really think so. He's not a turnover guy. He's not a fumble guy. Their guys are relatively sure-handed. And, like, this is Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians has more turnovers in his scheme than Any other coach, the fact that it's plus money for Tampa to have more turnovers is a gift.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's that's weird. Here,
0: here are the quarterbacks who led the NFL in turnovers under a Bruce Arians offense: Tom Brady, Carson Palmer, Andrew Luck, Jameis Winston. Two. That's a lot of guys.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Brady. I mean, he threw three interceptions in the NFC Championship game. He is not—I know it's Tom Brady, so that's probably why the numbers like that. But like, he is not great <laughs> at that quarterback.
0: <laughs> it, 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 it's, that's why I'm cheering so hard for the Bucks here, for the Chiefs here. They're, we've seen it with Breeze, we've seen it with Rivers. These guys hang around too much, and we're forced to treat them like they're still starting caliber NFL quarterbacks when they're really. Just holding these franchises hostage because of their ego. box would be a better team with Jameis Winston.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's certainly not true based on the last two years, but I see your argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's cool. <laughs> um, this one's a little this one's basically a game prop. Who's gonna win MVP? Um there's fun options, like you said, Leonard Fournette, Shaq Barrett. I'm going to stick to the square bet here. Patrick Mahomes -108. The reason is, if you think the Chiefs are going to win, like they likely are due to like the Vegas spread, the chances of it being anyone but Mahomes are very low. So in essence, when you're taking Mahomes MVP, you're taking Chiefs money line at a reduced value, at a reduced rate. Um, eight of the last 10 Super Bowl MVPs have been quarterbacks. Mahomes won it last year. The Chiefs defense doesn't really have anybody who's going to like I mean, unless they have a crazy Malcolm Butler game going to do anything that warrants a defensive player winning the MVP. Um, So, yeah, this is a square bet. I probably won't actually place this one. But like the logic there is, if you think the Chiefs are going to win, might as well take this as a different money line pick.
0: Yes. Even when they have 10 catches and multiple touches a game, of course, Sam, you're oh, absolutely yeah. right, Steve, because the people who vote on this are the sports writers. And why does the props network exist? Why do we need to even ha- – will Travis Kelsey win the MVP? No, because the sports media sucks. We see that ESPN, every major outlet, just covers these, st- these stars like they're the storylines. When outlets like us, we actually analyze the games so you know no matter what, the voting will issue Kelsey, will eschew Hill to just give it to the biggest story, and that will be Patrick Mahomes.
1: And the thing about like a tight end or a wide receiver winning is that their stats are so tied to the quarterback. Like if Kelsey has three touchdowns and 150 yards, Mahomes will probably have 350 yards and five touchdowns. So it's just like, you know, it's 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 tied. So I would take the I would take the quarterback over that.
0: Yeah, and like points bet has a non-QB MVP bet for like plus two twenty. And I do advise that if um, I could also interest you in buying GameStop stock now. So, yeah, that's not a great value. You know where the MVP is going. You know there are two spots carved out on each of the quarterback's mantles for this trophy already. Because it's going to end up on one of them.
1: Yeah, if you're, if you're telling me the Bucks win the Super Bowl when Tom Brady's 45 years old and he doesn't win the MVP, there's, there's, there's no way. Yeah, so so Sammy boy,
0: if it's plus 220 for a non-QB to win MVP, what are the odds for a QB to win MVP? Cuz that I'll be throwing down on. Yeah, but I'm going to take out the mortgage and <laughs> have a little thrill. I I do rent. So, minus 334, book Ugh. book it. Let's do it. I'm I'm throwing down on that. For sure. Not even a fun one to bet. How how can you have a same-game parlay in a – yeah, okay. I'm not going to question that anymore. So we got into the weeds with that one. And is it on – It's on you. Okay. Will there be a roughing the passer call? (laughs) Yes. With these quarterbacks? Plus 170. Yeah. Jeez. That's amazing. Gods. These are the two most protected guys in the league. Yeah. If anyone grazes them, they are. Well, apologies to Aaron Rodgers, because we know the NFL has actually been fixing games for him for five years and it's been empirically proven and that Cleet Bleakman belongs in prison. But aside from Rodgers, who's part of a larger conspiracy lifting an otherwise poorly run Green Bay franchise to the heights of NFL relevancy when their fan base and their operations are some of the most obese idiots who ever walked the face of the earth. But that being said, outside of Rodgers in the pack, Mahomes and Brady are very protected. There will be a roughing the passer called. You know that Indomakins. Can I bet on in Sue getting <laughs> the He he's made for this game. He is going to murder Patrick Mahomes on the field. You saw him stomp Aaron Rodgers. You saw him say his feet were cold. He's gonna stomp Mahomes, say, Oh, my feet were wet. I couldn't feel it. Uh, oh, there's gonna be a roughing the passer for sure. I love that. Yeah, if anyone touches Brady. It's over. Yeah. He's gonna kiss his son on the lips, and the the ref is gonna throw a fifteen yard flag on his kid.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: Yeah, I've gone into the future. I see how it plays out. Can you tell? The second cup of coffee just kicked in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I have one more game prop. You ready for this? Yes. This one I feel really good about. Um, number of bucks. To, re- to record a reception over seven and a half. Love it. Brady loves us to spread the ball around. There's so many weapons, four good wide receivers, two decent wide receivers, two good tight ends, two good running backs. Um, there's just so many weapons. And against the saints in the divisional round, nine different receivers had catches eight against Washington in the wildcard round when they played the lions in week 16, 11 receivers, 11 different receivers in that game. But I that, that one you could throw out because their second unit was in the whole second half. Sure, that's true. That makes sense. Last time these two teams played, nine different receivers had catches. Um, The only two games I found this year were less than eight receivers were the Packers game in the conference championship and the Rams game when Chris Godwin is out. And last, the last game when the Packers... During the Packers game, Brown was out. So now that everyone's healthy, I'm seeing nine nine different receivers, eight different receivers love this pick.
0: Yeah, I am all over that one. That one seems too easy, and they're going to be spreading the ball in this one. So, yeah, I, I am with it. So I have my last pick. Uh, there's a lot of juice on this one, I will say. <laughs> Will there be a penalty accepted on the first play? No. (laughs) Twelve (laughs) hundred. This is the easiest profit you can have. You don't need to bet big on any money line. You don't need to bet MVP. You bet one hundred dollars on this, then you live bet whoever is the underdog after the first score. Plus money—that's the perfect way. And if you want to compound this, will there be a penalty on the first offensive play of the second half? N- yeah, no. Is my <laughs> sixteen hundred? So no, put down twenty-eight hundred to bring two hundred. It's the most fiscally responsible thing you could do.
1: Yeah, I love that. And as we saw in the NFC Championship game, they're going to let the boys play. You know. Yeah. Until. Until <laughs> until it goes against, yeah. Until Tom Brady's team might be affected by it. Mm, that was a clear penalty. That, that was that one was clear. But what was possibly more clear was the one that happened that caused the Rogers interception.
0: <laughs> I, I I don't recall that one. I
1: <laughs> yeah, that one's just alleged, just an alleged penalty at this point.
0: Mm, I don't know. I just think Packer fan base are upset because they haven't seen their feet in four years. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Scammy Gottler, do you want to come on give us some dumb props? Do you want to reprimand me for talking about the Packer fan base?
2: Um, no, I don't. Get, oh, are you saying they're obese? Is that a? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I'm saying they're obese. I, I Packer fans, they watch the game. They look like the the people from the second half of Wall-E. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't get that reference, but all right. So I have, um, I found the dumbest props some points bet for you too. Okay. Okay. And I'm sure Steve will already have a statistical analysis of these I, I mean, I didn't think he could analyze Gatorade, but I, I, he, I was shut up by that. So maybe we'll see. And he is from Tampa, so he may have some insight on this one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Are you ready? Any player to throw a ball into the cannon <laughs> after scoring is plus five thousand at points bet. What do you think? Where is the cannon? Could that happen?
1: On the pirate ship, which is like, I mean, here's the thing. The cannon hole is not big. To get the ball into the cannon is going to be very hard. <laughs> so you're going to need a quarterback to
0: score this <laughs> touchdown, line up, and hit a throw that would be in the QB challenge.
1: Yeah. No, even harder. I mean, there's there's like six cannons, okay? So like, hmm. but each cannon hole is the size of, you've seen a cannon ball. It's the size of like a soccer ball.
2: That's how big the cannon holes are. So okay, so that's the diameter of the cannon hole. Yeah. So you'd have to actually go up to it and like really like.
1: You but the the pirate ship is like above the fans. Mm-hmm. It's not like the pirate ship is accessible from the field. If there was a no on this, the juice would be minus a million. <laughs>
0: There's no I, I no. Wanna, <laughs> I want to bet on what has a wider diameter: the cannon hole or courtside Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever made a ball into the cannon hole in the history of Raymond I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah Steve, where's
2: your trends on this one?
1: I would be shocked if anyone has ever thrown a ball into a cannon hole at Raymond James. I'm looking at a picture of it right now because I was like, Am I crazy? But no, the cannon holes are tiny. So it's Bam, not like
2: what? the it's not like the uh make a wish barrel or whatever that Zeke jumped into. It's like no, these are Salvation like Salvation
0: Army barrel. Salvation
2: Army barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your fraudulent charity straight, buddy. <laughs> sorry, sorry. These are like real life cannons. Okay. So no, then I I don't think this is even I don't think these are good odds on that then. Um, also, they're
1: only firing the cannons at the beginning. They're not firing for the bucks, which is sad.
0: Yeah, but do you think Pat Mahomes views cannons as cannons? He's just like, "Oh, there's a piece of metal that's nothing compared to what I am."
1: Yeah. And also there's a there's the smallest area I could put the ball into. I better see if I can do it. All right, so we all agree that. What, what's the, the other side of this? I want to see the no. I'll there's be no ready.
0: no. There's no no. I'm ready to put twenty grand on the no. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a penny stock in a robotics company. Shouts to AITX do pretty well this morning. So I'm I'm willing to if TD Ameritrade offers me the no on the Canon bet, <laughs> I'm going to take it.
2: I'll tweet at points bet and see if we can get a no yeah
0: give tweet it you did you tweet at them getting them to the walkowski
2: no well, we'll, we'll work on that after the show dear all right well here's the next one um this one requires a screen share so we were talking about mvp who do you think the mvp will thank first can you see that
1: oh yeah look at that team teammates i'll leave you guys <laughs>
2: to that one enjoy
1: this is tricky I'd have to, like, watch old MVP speeches. How do they usually start? I feel uh, like God is not a bad one at 225.
0: I don't know. Who's who's thanking God after the year of 2020?
1: That's true. And you got to think about who's going to be the MVP. It'll be Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes and all likelihood. There's, like, a 90% chance it'll be one of those two. Tom Brady will thank his family first. I feel like Mahomes I, will probably thank his teammates
0: yeah, I think teammates, actually, because they've probably spent more te- time with their teammates over the past months than anybody. Yeah. So just being a re- who they've been around the most, I think that makes it the value play.
1: It's also interesting how you determine if they're thanking someone, like if they just bring up like me and my team have been through so much this year. Does that count as thanking your teammates or is it the first time someone says thank you? Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Brady would maybe thank the owner first.
0: (laughs) Man, speaking of Brady owners, I tried to get a massage last night. This is not related to the Super Bowl, but I really messed up my shoulder. I needed a massage. So there's a place around the corner. I was like, oh, I'll get a massage from here. My wife booked me the appointment. I went over there and uh, they did not believe me when I said I wanted a massage.
1: What do they think you wanted? You. They think they thought I wanted the craft special. Why? Because of your your general vibe.
0: I think that's just what they do. <laughs> work like I was really trying. It's like no, no, no. I don't. I need my shoulder worked on, please. I've been pain. You're like no, no. We could get two girls. Like, I don't. No. bring got my shoulder. I'm an athlete. I'm not a pervert.
2: Wow. Were Were you wearing the windbreaker Sans shirt still? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah.
0: What Windbreaker Sand shirt? I, I don't look like someone who needs to pay for the Robert Kraft treatment. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> are you going to give them a shout out? You're going to plug the, the company?
0: Yeah. Um, if you, yeah, we do have an ad read. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you are in the Greenpoint area and uh, you're a man in search of an orgasm, I recommend. Uh, Massage Spa near Greenpoint. Wow. 286 McGinnis Boulevard. You can meet all your favorite NFL owners there. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Okay. We had fun. We had a great time. I cannot wait to watch the Super Bowl. I've had an awesome time with you this year, Steve. It's
1: been a wonderful year. I agree. And I'm hoping, hoping, hoping Major League Football the spring league happens. The spring. We'll see if any news pops after the Super Bowl. I invested pretty heavily into that micro penny stock. So if if they get some PR after the Super Bowl, that could pop, and we could be talking about football in May. Yeah, I can I all
0: I want is to bet on Cardale Jones. Give me that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, this has been great. What a fun football season. I'm so glad we actually had a full. What a also crazy that we had a full football season. Insane. Shouts to the
0: NFL. Shouts to just a great job all around protecting all of the teams but the Broncos and Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Well, this has been the Super Bowl props drop for Steve Clark. For everyone at the Props Network, this is Joel Walkowski walking off.